Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Should we take acid on the pod and record it? Yeah, okay. Well, you do 150. No, I fucking won't. <laughs> um... <laughs> I will. Yeah, Is you that the can. Is that the intro to the episode? Yeah. He's like, music... Is, is the this? same, and so a dimension, music is another dimension. And I'm like, what? So if you change the vibration of yourself, you can go to a higher dimension. Okay, two seconds. I'm going to get absolutely ready for this one. I'm going to roll straight in. You're listening to (laughs) No, 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 no. no. I'm going to finish my fucking Yorkshire tea by the time you're ready. Welcome to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. We're back with Sacred Geometry Part 2. My hosts... (laughs) You're the host. My hosts... (laughs) My co-hosts... Co-hosts. My co-hosts today are, as always, the lovely... This is Bob Shoy. And the lovely. This is B. And the lovely Tiss. So, what are we saying? <laughs> Mate, one, it's your your episode two. That was the most disjointed intro. Well, in I've edited it together. I thought, up. It'll, yeah. it'll be really smooth. Yeah. So, what we got? Uh, so, where were we last time? Um, oh, good job you did your uh, Me, research. I, lis- I listened to it again today. Oh, did you? To get in the mood? Yeah, well, also, I, I felt like... <laughs> I needed to listen to it a couple more times just to try and familiarise myself with it again. So, um, yeah, uh, um, music. We were looking at the music. Have the we geometry even said, of music. This is Sacred Geometry Part 2. Have we even said that? Yeah, he started yeah, off. Yeah. Oh, before okay, he introduced yeah. the show, he said, Hello, this is uh, Sacred Geometry Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, at least <laughs> as it's Part 2, it's no one's first episode. So they know what to expect when exactly. Tiss hosts. So, Give us some crazy... Um, statement about sacred geometry to get us psyched into the mood recap so last time we were talking about flower of life yeah talking about creation this one we're going to delve into different dimensions right and you know what if i played dimensions dimensions what like as in like parallel universes and stuff yeah yeah parallel dimensions what and sacred geometry is proof of that sacred geometry yeah can map this uh it's it's hard to explain. It's all about frequencies and higher Try dimensions. Get DNA man back. And, uh... Yeah, yeah. Mr. DNA is going to explain. Mr. DNA is going to explain everything. Yeah, he does a really good job because I watched a bit of this video yesterday and it was just like, bam! It really smashes it. The fruit okay. of life. The fruit of life. So we're back on the um, sacred geometry. Uh, 
documentary that we were watching yeah. uh, with the last episode. I know some of our listeners actually went on to the new website, weirdtalesintheunexplainable.com, and watched either part or all of this documentary. Uh, you really sparked a lot of interest in this subject. So we're going to uh, learn a bit more from it right now. The fruit of life. According to the Egyptians, this is one of the holiest, most sacred forms in existence. Of course, we already learned one of its informational systems in Lesson 6, and what you just saw was the second, only in reverse order. What this means is that all of the information of music, harmonics, sound, and spirals come out of this image. Not only that, but light and the dimensional levels work in the same way as harmonics, meaning that the geometric information about light and dimensions are also related to this star tetrahedron pattern. So what you just saw was the second unraveling from the third rotational pattern of Genesis, the geometry at the heart of creation. Just going to pause it there a second. Yeah. Um, you, well, you with it? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. You? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now we can start talking about dimensions. These wheels are some of the oldest symbols known. The only places that they've been found is on the ceilings of certain very old Egyptian tombs. They are always found in sets of four or eight, and nobody knows what they are. Even the most famous Egyptologists have no idea, but this is actually proof that the Egyptians not only understood the flower of life, but they lived it. Today, I'm going to show you what these wheels meant, and in future lessons, we will go over the details of this unraveling. Every time there's a shape, I'm just going to try and explain what the shape looks like Okay. Uh, for people who aren't on the blog at the same time. Basically, the image um, he's showing about the wheels, it just looks like a spoked wheel, spoked right? Wheel, yeah, yeah, it looks like a four-spoked <clears throat> wheels together, or eight-spoked wheels together. Mm-hmm. That's it, in like a two-by-two two grid. Yeah. For the record, the unraveling looks like this. Yeah, it's a doozy. <laughs> Describe that. <laughs> um, just loads, <laughs> lo- <laughs> just loads of circles and stuff. The unraveling. Uh, or if I can't explain these, these images will all be on the blog at Weird Tales and the Unexplainable blog. And actually, we've had quite a lot of hits on the blog recently. Because well, it's new. Because it's new. Yeah, well, it's the same old blog, which has got like a fresh look of paint with the proper website. Mm-hmm. So on the walls with these wheels are drawings of seven people with animal heads. They're called kneaders, and each of them has an orangish-red oval above its head. This is called the Egg of Metamorphosis. The needers are showing us a time when we go through a certain stage of resurrection, which is a rapid biological change into a different life form. Not the average type of resurrection, I know. As you can see here, they're changing directions 90 degrees, and in doing so, they're changing dimensions. See, the dimensional levels are separated by 90 degrees. Musical notes are separated by 90 degrees. The chakras are also 90 degrees. It's a number that continually appears. Probably at this point we should get a common understanding of what dimensions are. Like third dimension, fourth dimension, fifth dimension. What are we talking about here? Most people think of dimension in terms of time and space, the x, y, and z axis, with time becoming the fourth dimension. This is not what we are talking about. What we're seeing as the various dimensional levels has more to do with music and harmonics than anything else. A piano has eight white keys from C to C, which is the familiar octave, and in between there are five black keys. Together, this creates what is called the chromatic scale, which is 13 notes, well, actually 12, with the 13th being the first in the next octave. So from one C to the next is really 13 steps, not eight. This also correlates with the 7, 8, and 13 chakra system I mentioned in lesson 2. Keeping that in mind, I want to show you a sine wave. Sine waves correspond with light and the electromagnetic spectrum and the vibration of sound. We're all very familiar with this. In this entire reality we're in, every single thing is based on sine waves. There are no exceptions to this except for maybe spirit and void. Quantum physics and quantum mechanics looks at everything in the reality of one of two ways. You can look at anything, like the computer you're watching this video on, to be made up of tiny particles like atoms. Or you can forget about that idea completely and look at it as a vibration, a waveform, such as electromagnetic fields or even sound. If you look at it as atoms, the laws can be seen to fit that model. 
but if you look at it as waveforms, the laws can be seen to fit that model. Both of these systems come out of the flower of life, one being the one we just looked at, fruit of life to Metatron's cube and beyond, and the other being this beautiful mess of a picture. Just looking at it hurts my head. Everything in this world is a waveform, or can be seen as sound. All things, your bodies, planets, absolutely everything, are a waveform. If you choose this particular way of looking at reality, and then superimpose that view over the reality of the harmonics of music, we can begin to talk about dimensions. The dimensional levels are nothing but different base rate wavelengths. The only difference between this dimension and any other is the length of its basic waveform. It's just like a radio set. Turn the dial, you pick up a wavelength. It's the same with dimensions. If you were to change the wavelength of your consciousness, and in doing so change all of your body patterns to a wavelength different from this universe, you would literally disappear out of this world and reappear in the one you were tuned in. It's been theorized that the base rate wavelength that we're currently living in is 7.23 centimeters. There's a few reasons for this. In a spiritual sense, the 7.23 wavelength is Om, the Hindu sound of the universe. Maybe that's why Oming is such a powerful tool in meditation. Not only that, but if you were to take 100 people and measure the distance between their eyes, the average length is 7.23. Same with the distance from the tip of our chins to the tip of our noses. I just want to get your reaction to that. Um, I'm currently thinking of when they meditate in the office. Oh, right. And Michael asks Meredith to like close her legs. Right, yeah. He's, oh I thought my you were, god, shut your legs. <laughs> I thought you oh, were... Oh my god, if you're going to do this for <laughs> I thought you were uh, shaking your head because he was like, the our universe. Mm. He sort of lost me a bit. He did that thing again where he gets a picture of something. In this case, he got the um, keyboard, picture of a keyboard. Yeah. And then, like I said last time, he just slapped some maths over it and went, see? Yeah. And I'm like... I don't feel In like my brain, I'm he's... like, oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. And I'm don't. Like, th- how is you putting that wavelength picture over a keyboard there's, there's make two, that real? There's two things which I'm struggling with. Mm. One, um, it's like he's too trigger happy on the PowerPoint. There's so many images, I haven't got time to look at one yeah. and fully grasp it before he's on to the next But one. he just links two things and expects you to go like, yeah, well, I get it. But it's like... So oh, before we before yeah. we started, and he was looking at... Yeah, like everything he comes to, he's like, "Look at that." Yeah, and then I feel I feel pretty stupid for not getting it. Yeah, he's like, but he's not music. showing his work, and he's not showing. He's like, music is, is the same, and so a dimension, music is another dimension. And I'm like, "What? <laughs> yeah. Did I miss something?" And then um, he says, "Okay, so the seven point two three centimeters. Yeah, where did that come from? Um, it was something to do with seven point two three centimeters, and that's what." With the the uni- the universe we're living in now is measured as seven point two three centimeters. Five. No, five we did last week. He just said something about two seven point two three centimeters. Yeah, yeah, it's found in the hand. Yeah, no, yeah. now he's saying it's found in the body, but that came from nowhere. He was like, "Yeah, the universe we're living in is seven point two three centimeters because of the thing I just said." Also, it's the average distance between people's eyes. I was like, "What? What's that going to do anything?" Yeah, because um, that's. Geometry. Yeah. Oh, is that it's the average difference between your nose and your chin? Yeah, yeah. And the average difference between... That doesn't have any... <laughs> that, that doesn't have anything to do with what universe I'm living in. Yeah, it does. Well, so if I went into universe B, where the number was 9.2, would everyone's eyes be 9.2 centimetres apart, and everyone's yeah. nose their chin be 9.2 centimetres apart? Yeah. But wait a minute. Can you imagine going to universe like... Meter. It's like... Pie face. <laughs> Yeah, but um, okay. So, <clears throat> is he saying? Is he saying that? Uh, so all the the spaces stuff between your nose and your chin and your hand and all that other stuff, that's all linked to do with the geometry of the universe. And mm-hmm. that, but 
That's not true. Is it? Because um, everyone's face like is different. He said the average. Oh, okay, right. Oh, he said average. Yeah. Okay. Is it? Is it? Is it? I, I don't know. Do I need to? I feel like I need to measure it now. Because my hands are pretty small. Is that like my it supposed eye? to be? Seven point two three between from my... the middle of your eyes, where your pupils I are. I think is so. It? Uh, that you've got that right. It's about five point five. Oh, narrow head. From pupil to pupil. What's mine? Oh, hang on, do yours, chins, do yours. I've, my, I've got a weak chin, though. That's why I've got a beard. What? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> What's all coming out? A weak chin. You got, to be fair, from... Yeah, but my chin's am I going from, here. Am I going from the bottom of your nose? <laughs> I don't know. Is it bottom of your nose? I don't know. What about if I push my nose up? I didn't make that? up the rules. <laughs> well, you just fucking did, apparently. That's where I go. Oh, wait, whoa, well, look at my hand. Seven point... It that's, is, no, 7.5. Like eight. Mine, see, I've got quite wide hands, quite wide palms, but my my fingers aren't very long. Seven point five, mate. Seven point five. They're all like seven point five. Is he? We in the wrong universe. <laughs> we're, we're all camera from seven point five. Look at my eyes. Universe. So that's about. It is like seven point two three. Oh wait, is it supposed to be from here to here? Like because if it yeah, is, that's too long. Oh, no, that's, that's too like long. ten centimeters. I think it's from pupil to pupil, which yours would be like six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> boom bang him what's boom we've not proved it we've proved that it's 6.5 <laughs> well I I thought that I thought that um, if this is all true so this if this all the distances were true which would stay let's say I'm going to say it is that means that alien we can predict what aliens would look like because if they're this dimension what if we know what Universe, what dimension they're in, which universe? Yeah, if they're in this, if there's intelligent life in this universe, but we could only we could only know their dimensions. So you wouldn't be able to know. Is that what you mean? Well, well you're you can saying that what they would look like the same width as part as us because they're in our dimension. Well, they'd have to follow the what same if, rules as our universe. Yeah, but what if? Well, not necessarily. Surely, no, they would. Like, no, because that's what we're saying. Different. That's what he's saying. No, in this universe, though, not in different dimensions. This universe, not interdimensional beings. No, this universe. Aliens from this universe. Yeah. <laughs> Just like normal But you aliens. were saying on another episode that some aliens, we don't think openly enough about what aliens would be like. They could be like well, a, no. um, oh, yeah, but I'm just a saying. mushroom with a brain. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying... You genuinely said that But that could be interdimensional. Yeah. That could be interdimensional. Oh, right. Oh, because it's mm. like by the rules. It's interdimensional. <laughs> Real no. rubs. <laughs> Riddle rubs. I'm saying if we do take this at face value... Right, which we then, are. Which, for the sake of argument, we will. We'll take, we should we'll be able to predict what value. aliens would look like if they're from this universe. Yeah? Yeah, because... What do you think an alien looks like? I don't know. Same eye width apart as Mushrooms. you. Mushrooms. His nose to his chin's the same as you. Humans. And its hands spans the width of you. But everything else, it's all up for grabs. No, because they've got to follow a fire, haven't they? Oh, right. They have to have the segmentation of the body... Relating to fire, which we learned about last Super episode. Right to fire, yeah. I was trying to explain fire to Becca, and I, when I tried to explain it to her, but how, it was like I got it. But how do they know that every species on the planet? Have they yeah, gone hang through, on a minute. Have no, they no, gone no. through everything? We can't say that that's what aliens look like. They look like us because they abide by the same rules. Because a dog, his eyes aren't seven point two three apart, and a no. fish isn't. No, fish, fish, you can find fi in everything. No, we're not talking about fi, we're talking you... about the 7.23 thing. Oh no, but I'm saying fi. Yeah, but you're saying but he... we could guess what an alien would look like, yeah. because it would be 7.23. No, 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 forget that. I mean oh, fine. forget it now. I've I mean fi. <laughs> <up. laughs> 
sounds fishy to me. Yeah. Oh, a centipede. Its eyes are 7.23 centimetres. I'm getting... Oh, that'd be terrifying. Imagine the size of them. I'm getting battered over it. <laughs> Fish. Uh, uh, <laughs> I love that. I just say it. Yeah. Uh, we, don't, we don't mean to hurt your soul. I was talking about phi. That's a fish. It's yeah. fine. Let's move on, for God's sake. Stop coughing. Come on, let's carry on. This 7.23 length is located throughout our bodies in various ways because we are emerged within this particular dimension. There's another reason as well. Bell Laboratories found this wavelength when they were setting up the microwave system around the United States. They found static in their system because they chose a wavelength just slightly longer than 7.23 for their system. In order to get rid of the static, they did something that we as a planet are still suffering from. They upped the power 50,000 times over what we would normally need, which created a very powerful field, so that the 7.23 wavelength would not interfere. Wait a minute. How have we got... Hang on, I feel like we've jumped. Yeah, this is what always happens. So, we were just talking about space, and now we're back to waves again. Well, he's saying that it's all the same thing. It all relates. I feel like if anyone's listening to this who actually knows about his stuff, (laughs) we've gone silly this week. Oh, we're going to get bothered. Which is mental, because last time we were drinking, (laughs) and this time we're not. It's like you understand more if you've got a beer in your hand. Okay, go on. It's for those reasons that I believe 7.23 is the wavelength of our dimension. As you go up in dimensional levels, the wavelength gets shorter and shorter, with higher and higher energy. As you go down in levels, the wavelength gets longer and longer, with lower and lower energy, more and more dense. Just as with a piano, there's a space between the notes, so that when you hit one note, there's a very definite place where the next note is. In this waveform universe we exist in, there's a very definite place where the next dimensional level exists. It's specific wavelength relative to this one. Most cultures in the cosmos have a basic understanding of this and understand how to change between dimensions. However, because of certain events that happened on Earth 13,000 years ago, we have all forgotten, but we're about to remember. Is he about to go into what are certain certain events that happened 13,000 years ago? I don't know. You've seen this He's times. just making things up then. He's like, something happened 13,000 years ago. Yeah, but he's probably going to say it in the future because he just always goes, oh, but we'll get back to that later. Right. He fucking always gets back to it later. The end of the video is just a whole load of fucking answers. Yeah, it's like an hour of appendices. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's, yeah, he's, he doesn't want to blow his beans too Because too of quickly. certain events. Yeah, that happened 15,000 years ago. Right. So if we show each note in the chromatic scale as a circle, we have 13 circles. Each circle represents a white or black key, and the shaded circle at the end would be the 13th note that begins the next octave. This circle here represents the third dimension. This is where we are, and this circle next to it would be the fourth. We talked about channeling, and this is typically where channeled beings are. This is also where you explore when you are astral projecting or lucid dreaming. You'll notice now that the musical system goes upwards and downwards forever, octaves over octaves over octaves. Theoretically, this is how the universe goes too. An infinite spectrum of universes in both directions going upwards and downwards forever. I mean, come on. We thought our universe was big. But everything in our universe, as far as we can see? Well, that's just this one dimension. You may have heard people talk about 144 dimensions and how 144 relates to other spiritual subjects. This is because there are 12 notes in an octave and 12 overtones between each note. 12 times 12 equals 144 dimensional levels. To be specific, there are 12 major dimensions and 132 minor dimensions within each octave, though in truth this progression probably goes on forever. Ah. Well, no, well, I pause to say, is he saying there's a finite number of dimensions? Like, there are this many dimensions? It sounds like he but, says they yeah, can go on no, forever. he's saying, actually, if you break it down and break it down, there's possibly it could just go on forever, the amount of dimensions. So yeah. what's the 13 bit about then? I don't know. I don't know how we've got from the 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 notes on a scale on a piano to. Okay. The diagram we've been looking at represents one octave. The thirteen note repeats, and then there's another octave after that. 
I want to show you this. I was watching Ancient Aliens not long ago, and one of the natives who has communication with beings in higher dimensions told the man who was interviewing him that they have always been here. You are right here where we're sitting right now, but you just don't see them. They're in a different frequency. And no one really got what he meant. So that's kind of a fresh perspective on that. An apocalypse is a disclosure of something hidden from the majority of mankind in an era dominated by falsehood and misconception. We're going to be looking at another way that humans grow through phi. Instead of looking at phi inside the body, we're going to be looking at phi outside the body and what it means for us in this pivotal point in human history. Do you remember the fruit of life? The first system created the platonic solids, which created structure throughout the universe. The second system was the basis of how vibration, sound, harmonics, music, and matter are all interrelated in all of creation. Today, we will look at the third system. The fruit of life will reveal itself in the process. We'll call this system the circles and squares of human consciousness. It is what the Chinese called circling the square and squaring the circle. Remember when we discussed the platonic solids in Lesson 6? I showed you that all of them will sit perfectly within a sphere, each with every corner touching the sphere perfectly. Well, there's one other shape that can do that. It's a characteristic that only one of the platonic solids have, making it special. It is the cube, which you can put every single platonic solid inside, and an edge or point will touch the inside of the cube perfectly. Through truncating the cube in different ways, you can create all of the other shapes. Because of this characteristic, it essentially means that the cube is like the father of all shapes. It is a male form. All levels of consciousness in the universe are integrated by a single image in sacred geometry. It is the key to space, time, and dimension, as well as consciousness itself. Each level is a geometric image or lens that spirit looks through to see the one reality, resulting in a completely different experience. In the case of humans, this image is the circle and square. This is what Leonardo da Vinci was doing when he drew this drawing, and I'm going to show you what this circle and square combination mean. If you put a circle inside a square perfectly, and then continue to put another circle and square, each with the same diameter, one radius away on all sides, going outwards, you get a drawing that looks like this. You'll notice that with the first circle and square, they fit perfectly within the other. This also happens with the second circle and square. However, then the squares begin penetrating circles. The male form begins interacting with the female form. Why is this important? Well, the circles and squares begin to equate the phi ratio. See, when the circumference of a circle and the perimeter of the square are equal, this equates the phi ratio. So as you can see on this diagram, on the fourth square and the fifth circle, it begins to create the phi ratio. It's close, but not perfect. It's only a 0.6 difference. I'm measuring in radii, by the way. The inner circle has a radius of one, so it's two radii across. The next is four, and then six, eight, ten, and so on. So the one we just looked at makes a close phi ratio, and then it moves out of sync, staying out of sync for a bit, and then BAM! Again, it moves into yet another phi ratio. This time, the difference is only 0.52, even closer to perfection than before. This will continue on forever. If you were to continue this drawing outwards to infinity, each time it would go into sync, drop out of sync for a few circles and squares, but then eventually hit phi again closer than it did the last time. Right now, there are three primary levels of consciousness that we are going to be talking about. They are essentially who we were, who we are, and who we will be. We'll call it the first, second, and third, so that it's easy to understand what we're talking about. The ancient Egyptians were very concerned with these three levels as well, and much of their culture was based on this information. Each of these levels has their own geometric lens too, which look like this. How? Like, how do I know, like, <clears throat> he keeps saying this is important to the Egyptians and they're not telling us why? So he says, this is important to the Egyptians. We'll but he doesn't have later. all the time to fucking tell you everything. He's got to take it at face value. But I can't. <laughs> I can't take... I don't want to show you working. Yeah, I'm sure he will show his working. Well, you... um, it's like, okay, every now and then he'll say something mm-hmm. and I'm like, 
I'm getting this bit. <laughs> and I've started to follow for a little while. <laughs> and then maybe like another, another 30 seconds will pass. And I'll be like... What was that thing? Yeah, I'll be like, I'll be like oh, well, I haven't been taking this in. Yeah. And then I don't know what you're talking about again. This is why it's so... You're going into Fi, and then you go back out of Fi. Yeah, but you have to give it to us in layman's terms. Yeah. What do you think? Because when he said about the circles and squares... <laughs> yeah. And he said, oh, it's creating Fi. <laughs> and after what I understood from Fi last week, I was like, oh, I get it. I get it, it's creating Fi. I get that. Hmm. I'm seeing that. But then he started saying oh, it goes in and out of it. I'm like, why? Because it's not Fi then, is it? It isn't Fi regular. No, no, it ke- the, as you come out, the circles, they keep going in and out Yeah, but fire. surely you could find fire in anything then. You could be like, well, if you skip that one and that one and that one, it makes fire. Yeah. Like, but, but you skip, what about the ones you skipped? Yeah, uh, but they don't make fire if you put them in. Yeah. Right, so you can erase stuff to make fire in anything. Yeah. I could take a bite out of an apple and chuck it on the side and take a bite out of another apple and keep chucking them on the side. And if I just take out that apple, that apple and that apple, if you look at all the others, my bite marks make fire. Yeah. Well, what about the apples you didn't include? Yeah, but it doesn't make fire if I put them ones in. Yeah. Well, so is it fire or not? Yeah. Well, I can make it fire. <laughs> well, that's cheating. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree. I think it's not that I'm like bringing him down. Like I feel like I'm being way more dismissive this week than I was last week. Yeah. But last week was like the basics so of shapes, so I could look at shapes and be like, "Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that shape exists in the world." Oh, okay, yeah, I can see what he means there. Oh, yeah, this animal was segmented in that way, and so am I, mm. and this world is, and all that. I could see it. Mm. Now, I can't see it as my much. puny human brain, mm. m- my ineducated mathematical brain, can't yeah. see it as simply. Do you want to skip to consciousness shift? Go on, then. Yeah. And, and we are going to skip through this because we're already 30 minutes into an episode. Um, but as we said last week, the, I'm going to put a link to this this film on the blog so you can take it from any time you want. But I think me and Beef are going to take a rule now that if it starts losing us, we're going to assume it's losing the audience as well. So we'll hit stop, discuss, and decide yeah. to move on to it. And I'll be thing, honest, but... it doesn't take much to lose me anyway. So, But if one of us can understand it, we can help the other one yeah, yeah, understand Yeah, yeah, yeah. That bit near us, so it's just... No, no. Several years ago in New Mexico, there was a convention of geneticists from all over the world with the main topic of discussion being DNA mutations. Scientists acknowledge that we are changing, but the end result, they do not know. Through sacred geometry, we begin to actually see where we could be going. With 12 strands activated, you have 10 times as much information available to you than you do with just two strands, as we do now. Not only that, but the 12 strands work in sync with the 12 chakras, providing an immense amount of energy into the body. We are about to become super beings, enabling us to understand and do things that currently seem paranormal, bizarre, or downright impossible. From the article The Bigger Picture by Suzanne Thorpe Clark, we are being changed physically from carbon-based beings to crystalline-based beings. This is interesting because I've actually heard this from various channelings now, ascension and transformation into crystalline at our core. First the psychics were telling us this, and now we have science backing it up. Yeah. Just stop it a second. Yeah. Um, I like this. But the 13 and stuff, that's going back to the numbers again. 12. 12. Yeah. And 13 is a transitional. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Um, but he's saying, what's he talking about DNA in this case? Yeah. So what's he talking about? DNA. 12 strands of DNA. Just yeah. before that was about DNA mutations. Right, okay. So they think that human DNA is mutating. Yeah. And when it does, yeah. we're going to become, well, we're going to enlist in Professor Xavier's school. Cool. It's the beginning of Christ consciousness. Ooh, that sounds sacred. That's cool. Sacred, sacred. geometry. 
But um, in w- but if that happens, if he's what he's saying is right, if our DNA strands mutate into twelve strands, mm-hmm. which is this sacred number, mm-hmm. um, then we will mutate. The, obviously, because our DNA will change, so it will change humans, mm-hmm. and we'll become X Men. X Men, yeah. Okay. Apparently, that's cool. Right. <laughs> Sounds what, good. What would um? What do you want? What was superpower? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he's turning the mic he's like oh this, this could go on Okay, this could be a bit of a detour now what superpower do you like? my superpower okay let's start with what superpower you think you already have ooh okay because my superpower is I can fall asleep on a plane before it takes off yeah, that's that true we watched it before it takes off I've seen him snore through takeoff <laughs> yeah. while everyone else is being pushed back in the seat he's just being pushed further back into dreamland yeah that is my superpower yeah, I can fall insane. asleep almost anywhere I thought he was actually going to say something quite spiritual then because I believe my power is yeah, and he was yeah. going to say something really intense <laughs> no, no he just got a load of drivel <laughs> <laughs> what's your superpower? Well, what you can do that no one else can or, yeah, what you think that is just special, that's just fucking... You're in your locker, you're just like, bam, I can fall asleep on a plane before it takes off. So straight up, I'm going to fall asleep. And I did. And you guys were just wow, like... I like oh. that you can go straight to something straight away that's unique. I can't think of anything about me. Yeah, but falling asleep yeah, exactly. on a plane... Yeah, I can't think of anything trivial enough. <laughs> <laughs> I can fall asleep I in other places. Asleep on a plane, which is difficult for anyone, before it takes off. Wait a minute, that is the trick though, because if you fall asleep before takeoff, mm. then you don't have to worry about all the pressure and stuff, because you can just <laughs> deal with it properly. Yeah, but people are always excited to go home. That's cheating, isn't it? Try falling asleep after it's taken off, that is bloody difficult. But I don't want it. I hate sleeping on a plane. That is awful, isn't it? My super, if I could have, choose my superpower, it'd be that I could fall asleep on a plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Come the obvious superpower. I don't know. Go on, what's your superpower? What do you want? What what, I, what's the one you've got? Okay. Sorry, yeah. um, what Sorry got? I didn't add to that. Budget flights. Talking budget. Yeah, budget Any flights flight. suck. Any flight I can fall asleep on. Do you, Not just like fucking all virgin comfortable seat. Do I'm Americans, talking Ryanair. Do Americans have budget flights the way we have budget flights? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I feel like our so. budget flights. I don't know. Are I had an internal they'd need, flight they'd need bigger to New York seats, and that but... was quite budget. Um, <laughs> what? He's being a cheeky, he's in a fat joke about Americans. Oh, sorry. Obesity is actually yeah, striking the UK more now yeah, than ever before. We're fat so fucks. It's because we're fat. So what superpower have you got? Come on. I don't know. I I mean, mm, what have I got? I don't. I don't uh, what? Then no one else has. No, just something that's, that's good. That's a good power for you. Um, I really, I don't know. I can't think of one either. I really don't know, mate. I don't think we're as developed as you. Well, but what do you want? My strand of DNA has come, come early, mate. Yeah. What do I want? Yeah. When we become superhumans, <laughs> if the only superpower you get is the development of your sleeping on a plane... Yeah. That's fucking really short straw. No. And we get, like, telekinesis and... What are you on about? All these mutants making loads of noise on the plane. I'm going to be fast asleep. The thing is worries me about mutations, and I always think about this. I've got mine. I'm pretty... I'm, I feel like... It might be a bad power, though. I'm saying, what do you want? But you could get uh, something What I've terrible. got is... About what, like, fucking shitting all the time? No, but, like, some people... Okay, so I'm going to use um, X-Men as an example. Okay. Nightcrawler. Yeah. Really popular character. Yeah. He can, like... Teleport yeah. around, like bamf around. But didn't he turn into like a blue? But thing? he's like blue and like disgusting. Has he got a tail? Yeah. 
Well, what's he worried about? <laughs> I'm saying it could be negative. It could be bad. Like Beast, super intelligent, but he looks like a big fucking beast. Yeah, but he's still he's still got looks. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm. I is he that like, intelligent? He... Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. <laughs> like he's real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, he's clever. <laughs> <laughs> could he? Could he? Um, could he win the prize at the pub quiz in um, what's his name? You know, quiz. Oh, I don't know about that quizmaster. Quiz. He's got his mutation already to write the fucking most balls hard quiz. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. No one in that pub can ever win that. No. Oh um, my, my! Oh my! The superpower I do have is I can survive on very little sleep. Oh no, I can't. Like four hours of sleep a night. It's fine. That's not healthy. A night. That's loads. That's loads. A night for the rest of your life. You're supposed to have eight. Um, no. So two. Apparently it's six to eight now. Yeah, it's eight. It's Wasn't it a James Bond film where, like, one of the villains um, didn't have any sleep? Uh, and he went nuts. That was, that was Die Another Day. Yeah, and yeah. he taught... I've never seen that. Like, one. he taught Bond learnt in prison how to slow his heartbeat down enough so that, like, you wouldn't need any sleep. It's like a really deep level of meditation or something. Mm. So it would mean that your your heartbeats are so few and far between that you you always like you're dead. So I think it was like the Bond villain. I don't know. It was a shit film. I can't. Really I've never remember. seen that one. It yeah, is it genuinely terrible. the worst film. I've seen the first like, ten Brosnan? minutes and that's it. It's the worst. It's the worst. It was Pierce the last Brosnan, Brosnan one. Yeah, but yeah. it's also probably the worst Bond film. No, I've what them old ones are shit, man. Yeah, but they I'm were shit. But Bond they were fan, in the seventies and sixties yeah, when films one. weren't that great anyway. I, every now and then, I think I'm going to watch an old Bond film. I'm going to try one, and every one I've watched is fucking shit. Like, like what? I watched. Um, you only live twice. Doctor last No. Year. What's the one when the uh, laser beam goes up his chest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, them old Bond films, they don't do anything for me. They're just a bit too silly. What about watched, when he pulls the shoot? I watched You Only Live Twice, which is mainly in Japan. That's why I watched it. Because it was when I was going to Japan. <laughs> I'm going to be big and ballsy and say something which I reckon you boys are going to disagree with. But I watched the indie films again over Christmas. Oh, so nice. Because I was like, oh, I friggin' love Indiana Jones. Really bored with all of them. Yeah, I watched them I again. Bored, and I? I oh, these aren't as good as I remember to. them. What's your favourite indie though? Holy Grail. Um, Last Crusade. It's the one with the Holy Grail in it. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Holy. It's my favourite as well. Yeah. Most people say Raiders. What is that? Where he gets the statue at the start? Yeah, that's the first. one. No, that's not. Uh, oh yeah, I probably have to say Kingdom of the Crystal, Crystal Skull. He's <laughs> 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 dogged. You know what? Shit. It's got its moment. I don't hate it as much as some people. Because it's not that much shit than the old ones. It's just because Shia LaBeouf's in it, and you guys yeah, know how I feel about Shia LaBeouf. That bit, that bit is bad. All the bits of him are bad, i got to yeah. say. I'll have to go on record and say I like Shia LaBeouf. I like Shia LaBeouf, but then he's bad in that film, and I actually think he's a pretty good actor in the right film. But Yeah, he's a great actress. Anyway, what superpower did you want? Um, I'd have to probably be... The thing is, I'm quite boring with it, so I'd be like, oh, I just want to be able to like teleport to another country for oh, a bit. That's not boring, <laughs> for though. A that's like bit. one of the best powers you could possibly... Probably quite boring. I'd probably just teleport But would you anywhere. do it yeah, but I can't, if you had to have I'm a not tail. creative enough to think of like, a brand new superpower or something. Well, no, like, but not many people are. That's why there's not been many What about if your superpower is creativity? <laughs> so you could think of... Oh, that's good. <laughs> think of a good one. And just be endlessly creative. That would be an amazing... You could make so much money. Yeah. Or like... I would love to be able to pick up any instrument and immediately be Ooh, expert that's in good. it. That's That'd good. be good, right? Some people have that power. Imagine if your superpower is just to be happy all the time. That'd be good. That'd be fucking awesome, because you wouldn't even care what you were doing. You'd just be happy. Yeah. I'm in a ditch when I'm well happy. Who cares? You might not even realise you got the power either. You might be like, I didn't even get a power, but I don't care. I'm just yeah, happy yeah. anyway. Yeah. I didn't get a power, but I'm For fine real. with it. 
Yeah. yeah. Invisibility would be good. Invisibility. When, when you're a 14-year-old boy, you want invisibility, so you can look at tits. No, I can look at tits <laughs> yes. on Google. Fuck Not when sake. you were 14, you couldn't. When we were 14, Google Come by the sun. sun. <laughs> this is soured. <laughs> right, okay. okay. So forget the powers. Well, actually, we're going to be not forgetting the powers because we're going back well, into Yeah, them. okay. Well, okay. that's what we want, though. We didn't say we were in. I want teleportation, right, too. so we... Me and Beef are going to set up a delivery company teleporting together. Yeah. We're going to instantly deliver everything. No one knows how we do it. We'll make so much bank. Uh-huh. The end. Yeah. Tiz, Tiz is going to continue to sleep on planes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Tiz is going to be endlessly happy. Endlessly happy and the ability to make them. That's a really good idea. That's cool. So our DNA is mutating. And we're mutating. crystalline. We're the new mutants. Okay. When's this going to happen? We are going through a shift. In almost every ancient text and Bible, it speaks about a great shift and awakening. The Bible speaks about the coming of Christ. This is interesting, actually, because Christ is the name of the third level of consciousness. I didn't just make that up. We are moving into Christ consciousness. Which means not that Jesus is going to show up with a big A, but we are actually moving into the level of conscious understanding that Jesus had. It is the coming of Christ through the human species. I want to know what you think about that that concept. Uh, Well, the biblical concept is that, um, see, the the understanding that most people have is that when Jesus comes again, so you guys understand the second coming stuff. Is that the rapture? Well, it's not the rapture. Oh. People think people have read the Bible and assume that the rapture is God like taking all the. It's like uh, separating the wheat from the chaff. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. But taking them away. But the Bible doesn't say that. The Bible says kind of what you're saying there, where it's um, yeah. The idea is that when Jesus comes again, the new heaven and new earth won't be like a new place. It will be the uh, the renewal of this earth to what it was what it was uh, created to be. So it will be Eden again, where it was perfect, right. perfect relationship with God, um, and the, the earth is vibrant and the way it was when it was first created. So, yeah, so when Jesus comes again, the idea is it won't be this rapture. There's not going to be this, like, weird... So it could be this, like, higher plane of consciousness that we all receive, and then we... And that could mean, like you're saying, if if the world becomes good again, from our heightened consciousness, we're like, right, we're making this good. Which is which would kind of make sense because it says it also says in the Bible that um, in the new heaven and the new earth, um, there's no pain, no sorrow, no death, no disease, which is what people think of when they think of heaven, right? So heaven will be a place on earth. Yeah, but Linda number one when I was born, mate. Yeah, I know. Um, so yeah. Which, I love that you know, like I bring that up all the time. <laughs> So if uh, <laughs> mine was Madonna like a prayer, like a prayer, really. Yeah. What was yours? Uh, to power tire in your hands. <laughs> well, there are three songs you want back to back at your next disco. Um, so this, when he's talking about this higher state of consciousness, it could well be that I know in theory it could be that he's saying it might be that our higher level of consciousness in the future might be that you know we don't we we know sorrow exists or we know death exists but it's not something which bothers us anymore because we live on a higher plane of existence or something don't know i'm just mm. i was just interested because yeah i was just interested in what you thought about yeah that. yeah yeah it's kind of cool so higher strands of dna what does this really mean the portions of the dna chain that science has presently identified as the double helix represents only the surface portions of the chemical elemental and electrical components of the active DNA strands. Science has yet to understand the multidimensional spectra of DNA manifestation, though we are beginning to remember. 
the human DNA imprint will always appear from external analysis as a two-strand double helix configuration in three dimensions. What is not understood is that within the double helix there are, and will be progressively more, additional double helix strands which fuse together. As our understanding evolves into the multidimensional spectra, the understanding of the structure and function of DNA will progressively advance. A team of Russian researchers working with DNA started a project to progressively learn more about DNA by combining forces with linguists and have dived into the unknown of the 90% of junk DNA which we currently embody. Their findings are evolutionary. Shit, I've not been listening. What did he say? I didn't listen for like 20 seconds and all of a sudden it's like... <gasps> the, 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 the He basically showed like the double helix. Yeah, yeah. That makes up our thing. And he showed... It's actually good for the listeners anyway. He showed an image of that relaying over the... What's that first image? Uh, that of something of life, flower of life. No, yes, flower of flower life. life. Yeah. Flower of life, and then five. Yeah, uh, the the way that the double helix goes over flower of life, and then he's saying that the double helix could not just be the two strands that within right. it, the other two strands could form over the the okay. two strands, right? Yeah. So then he's saying scientists actually started to like experiment with DNA and see where how they can push it to see what will happen. Basically, scientists are experimenting with DNA. Okay. Our DNA is not only responsible for the construction of our body, but is also used as data storage and in communication. They learned that the 90% of DNA follows the same rules as all of our human language. The way that sentences, paragraphs, and chapters work in a book is the same way that our DNA works. This is the first double helix strand, the one that Western science looks at, which is basically like a sentence of DNA. However, if you step back and see the bigger picture, you begin to see the paragraph, stepping back further and you see the chapter, and so on. These larger and larger strands span through the different frequencies of reality, the different dimensions, which makes them harder to find in our modern science. Western science, instead of looking at DNA like this, we're cutting out pieces of DNA from here and adding them over here, which is similar to picking out words in certain sentences and putting them with other words in other sentences to see if they fit together and can make a new energy, a new idea. This is the nature of our junk DNA, of which Western science just didn't understand for the longest of times. The DNA isn't junk, it's just misunderstood, and also not as used right now because of our dense level of consciousness. However, we are beginning to activate and reawaken our DNA through our ever-expanding consciousness and our desire to know more. So basically he's saying like, within looking into DNA close up, scientists, uh, they're almost doing what we complained about this show doing at the beginning, where they're like, okay, so that bit is that part of the human and that bit of the DNA is that part and that's mm. what you think and that's what your eyes are like and don't know what that bit is, put that aside for now, that's nothing, I think it's rubbish because they don't know what it is, that's rubbish. And he's like, every now and then they come across a bit, they don't know what it does, so just, that's just junk. That's right. just like joining up stuff. It's nothing. Okay. Yeah. But like, but, but because we didn't know what it was, we think it's rubbish. But that bit's your eyes, and that bit's your thoughts, and that bit's your knees, and that bit's oh, I don't know what that bit is. Move it aside. Mm. He's saying actually, all these bits that he put aside, if you put them back into where they should be and read it in the right way, they actually mean more. Yeah. Than yeah. science scientists think there's no. He's saying there's no such thing as junk DNA, mm. which is like a term that scientists have coined for these bits they don't understand. It's just junk. Oh. I don't know what it is. That's really just rubbish. Mm. Huh. Okay, cool. Are we playing on? The very awareness of this DNA is what is activating it. Awareness of our higher selves and our connection to the all and the interconnectedness to each other. We are directly connected to the earth as well and exist as a part of it. Kind of like a child in its mother's womb. If anything happens to the mother, it creates an energetic imprint that affects the child. The earth is our mother, hence the name Mother Earth. 
our morphogenic field exists as a part of her larger morphogenic field of the Earth. If something happens to the Earth's energetic grid, then we inherit these problems into our own grid. Our energetic anatomy is exactly like the Earth's, with chakras, meridians, axiotonal lines, and DNA. What do you think about that? Um, do you think that the humans are that in tune with the Earth? As to be like, um, I don't know, like uh, an important relationship with the Earth, not just on what we do on it, but just in our inner being. Uh, yeah, the, uh, I think if I was to look at it biblically mm-hmm. and from a Genesis point of view, which he's done numerous times throughout the video, yeah, it does make sense, yeah. Because Genesis tells us that creation is that sin... Um, so when Adam and Eve sinned, it affected the very being of the earth. Like, yeah, the way the earth exists, it, it affected everything. So it's implying that creation is all, all in one. That um, yeah. So it does kind of make sense. I mean, I don't know if that's what he's talking about, but that's why I'm reading into it. Tess, thoughts? I'm just. I really want to continue the video because it gets to the really cool bit in a minute. Do you want to get to the really in this cool particular bit? bit? It's just that this. See, this is where this sort of thing loses me. Though. That's why I wanted to stop because I'm like, I don't think humans are in tune with the earth. No, I think we just mm. live on it. I think we are no more in tune with the Earth than bacteria. Probably bacteria is more in tune with the Earth because it's actually affecting the Earth. Yeah, I do. We only affect the Earth of what we do. Yeah, I don't, I think, don't think we're physically. in tune. But we sprung um, from the Earth. No, we sprung from a vagina. No, I mean like <laughs> originally. Yeah, but that's like so, it like, wasn't a, like a huge vagina in the sky. A dog didn't spring from the Earth. It sprung from a female dog. No, but I mean like nothing grew out of the Earth soil. But where we came from, like where if you go back and back and back and back, right? So our body has to have do you mean some sort of as in like to what creation story? Yeah. So that's um, yeah. I don't know if I'd. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. If I'm honest, I think that there are certain things we do that have an effect on the earth. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, I don't know how in tuned we are in our cause. I'd say, I'd say we used to be. I'd say we probably became too conscious and lost our connection. But animals certainly are connected to it. Yeah, but because they because animals have like a natural um, understanding of how to look after the earth. They never. There's no other animal on this planet apart from us that destroys the earth in the way we do. Hmm. They're all very conscientious to the ecology of what's happening. Hmm, None of them fall out of ecology. None of them. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah, so many animals you, in the world. Yeah, but that's all of them. The other animals perfect. haven't evolved to the stage that we have. There aren't. There, there aren't seven. The destroy the place there they aren't live. seven billion. But other, I think we're on like. I think there's no species on the planet where there's seven billion. Yeah, of them. How many ants are on Earth? Yeah, but. <laughs> probably seven billion ants. Yeah, but I mean, like okay. <laughs> as big as us. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, though. There's probably seven billion ants in my garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you can't. I'd say we. Oh, fuck no. We, they, but they haven't, they haven't <laughs> evolved, have they? So if we've, if we, t- if we take evolution, yeah, just yeah, for example, we destroy the planet because we've evolved to a stage where we don't need the planet really to. Our science has evolved to a point where we don't need 
the planet. Obviously, we need the oxygen and all the other, you mm. know. But we've adapted our own ways of living, and we're we're separated from it now. So we separate ourselves from the environment. If it's raining, we don't want to be a part of it. We don't really associate ourselves with the elements. <laughs> uh, if it's raining, we can turn the fuck off. We can go inside. <laughs> um, mm, it, I have the same opinion as this. Not the whole sake of geometry, but the earth and humans thing, as I have to a lot of things on this show, though. That's a lot of things we talk about where it's like, oh, it's a nice idea, but I deep down, if I think about it, I'm like, no, I don't believe it, though. It's like ghosts. It's a lovely idea to think you can. There's an afterlife and you can talk to people, but I don't believe it. It's a lovely idea to think that when we die, we all go to a better place, but I don't believe it. It's a, a, pretty much everything we talk about. I'm like, I've come down the same thing. Nice idea, but no. Nah. And I want to. I wish I did believe in more, but I'm just like, nah. Yeah, I. Apart from aliens, they're probably real. <laughs> they're not a nice idea, though. I'd say yeah. that if anything, like animals are more not we evolved, but that doesn't mean we're any better than them. I, when I say we, I'm don't not, I'm not saying we're better than animals. I just think, if in, anything, I think they're. I think it's a difficult thing to say yeah. ethically. Animals are, have a, a better. They're more conscientious. But to for the all of our like, brains well, and all of our stuff, because they still really they need the earth more, don't they? But the thing animals. is, we do affect the earth. If all, suddenly all humans on Earth died. Mm. That would affect the Earth massively. It would completely change the planet. We're not any better off. But that's not because of like us being connected to the Earth. It's because... We're know, not any better off, though, are we? Than what? What do you mean? Than animals. You think we Explain are. what you mean. Like, well, we're, well we're, 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 they're not worried about For all of our we? things, for all of our... Intelligence. Everything we have, we can't solve anything. Like, world hunger. Well, like if people are too... Things. If there's too much... Intelligence has a difference of opinions, and if there's a difference of opinions, and no one, there's no way that everyone on earth can be happy at the same time mm. because everyone has different opinions. That's true. Yeah, if you were to think of your perfect world, opinion, your perfect crea- world opinion would be creates different to my perfect world. No, but I'd say, like, living world. in the wild, being an animal, the whole experience shapes you into this machine for living. Mm-hmm. Uh, Only a few. Yeah, exactly. But maybe that's how it's supposed to be. Maybe it's supposed to be like, like you know, when you go through hardship, you think, "Oh, fucking hell, this is horrible." Mm. But then when you come out of it, you're just like, "I'm so much better off because of it." Yeah. Well, maybe animals have that from a day-to-day thing. How, how much hardship they go through per day, but then that fucking oh, yeah. But animals, them. animals, animals do the same thing that we do. If you watch, um, I think I don't know if it was the most recent series of Planet Earth, but they were saying the same thing that the way animals create their homes, the way animals hunt and gather and all that kind of stuff has changed over the decades because they've learned new techniques. They've learned new mm. ways of doing things. They've learned more efficient, safer ways of doing things. They've learned safer ways of hunting. Like So they like wolves now hunt in bigger packs than ever before because they've well learned it works, it's faster. Mm. So they're doing the same thing that humans are doing. They're just, they're evolving in different ways. They're still relying and it's still a survival of the fittest and it's still... But that's what I'd say. I'd say like we aren't. We're not where we're supposed. To, where we're supposed to be. We think that we're like super beings above animals. But I'd say we're actually the same as animals. But if Christ consciousness happens, then we'll be supreme. Not supreme, but we. There won't be a need for sup- for supremacy because we'll be so in tune with the reality we're in. We can manipulate it to make everyone happy and make everyone whatever. 
It's just idealistic, though, isn't it? I mean, I don't know what's going on. If you get Christ consciousness, then you might not need a need. There might not be a need for happiness. Like you don't need happiness. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, Mm. yeah, yeah. Happiness is something you need when you have unhappiness. I'm not saying I disagree with this. Like when he's talking about us being in tune with the universe. To be honest, it's a concept I've not thought of before, so I don't have an opinion on. Do you think anyone on Earth has ever achieved like a higher state of consciousness? They think better than everyone else. Not f- most of the people that claim to have cl- have enlightenment or stuff like that. Yeah, they don't need like yogis. They don't. Yeah, they don't need as much. Like you know, when people are so smart, they just go around showing it all the this time. Is what and they do this and they do that. The most, the smartest people that I know are the ones that don't have to because there's just no need. Once you understand what life's about. I've had like you an awakening more literally in the last month. I've had an awakening in my life. Yeah. Um, but has it chilled you out more or is it, or is it I'm, I'm made you want to... I'm super stressed out now because I'm in a transition state of like, I want to strip my life down to this different lifestyle. Yeah. I want a more basic lifestyle. I want to achieve basic happiness, not mm. base happiness, not baseless happiness and mm. what people chase. I want a pure happiness. Hmm of who I am and where I am and how I live. Hmm. So at the moment, I'm actually more stressed out because I'm just trying to change my life like instantly because it can't happen soon enough for me. I'm like, I know what I want now. I know how to be happy. Yeah, yeah. But then in stripping my life back from a life I'm in, not that I don't like my life, uh, it's just like, oh, now I want this and I've got to get to it and now I've got to strip my life back. Hmm. Um, so, um, I can't remember the point I was going to get to. <laughs> the the basic happiness of like pure consciousness, or whatever. Mm. Yeah, people who are enlightened have they they need they need less, to throw their weight around. Less. Is what I mean. Yeah, you know, when you when you think, oh, the smartest person alive, oh, what a smug bastard they'd be. Actually, I think they'd be really humbled because they'd understand that they don't know anything as well. I genuinely think that the meaning or whatever people say is the meaning or the reason or whatever of life. Is just so simple that if you found it out, you'd just yeah. carry on doing what you're doing. I want because pure freedom and 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 no complication, no no exit. Not saying I don't like people because mm. that's crazy. I said that a million times on the show, but I want. I just want to be left to my own devices and be happy in it, and not fill my mm. life with things and belongings. Yeah, but I think I think uh, what I've what I've learned over the years is that it's that's, a simple life. Yeah, but that's what I've learned over years is that that is what my faith gives me. I don't, mm, I don't okay. have a need to. This why, you know, when we're talking about current affairs, obviously it affects me. But I don't, I don't look to that for my happiness. That obviously, whilst it affects me, I look to other sources for happiness. Mm. And I guess I'm not, I'm not dependent on my career. Isn't where I find my happiness. Um, I'm not, you know, I just, I don't know. I just think so many people strive for what they think is a perfect existence for like more money. But they chase the wrong directions. They They they, they they chase what the world, what the the society has taught them. It brings happiness without actually sitting down and think this is what I've been doing. I spend, I spend so much time with students just saying to them like, and it's obviously a difficult thing in a school because you're like, they're like, oh, I feel like a failure. Like, well, what? Why? Well, because yeah. I'm not. I'm not getting A to C's. Yeah, but you, are you trying your best? Yeah. Well, yeah. What well, then, what, what can what can that bring you? And it's you know, I I just I know, I don't know. I just feel like I've known too many people 
like just like go into crazy depression because they like have a really high powered job but it's it's not giving them happiness it's not what you know, and I, I, Rachel's always said this that since I've started working in an office, I'm a much happier person. Yeah, I agree. And I just, I'd rather have less. Like, she, I, like I took a big pay decrease, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm way happier. Yeah, everyone in the world, listen, we're all saying it. Mm. Chase happiness, and don't think that your career and all the things that society is telling you is gonna create happiness in you. Yeah, you get you have to, to sit and that. think what will you make me happy. It. It sounds cliche, but you're you're the one that shapes. Yeah, your I'm only destiny, just really future. getting this. I'm only just really understanding this. Like, mm. there are ways to be happy that it's just what you choose. Mm. And so, fuck it. I, you, you, as we're, we're doing cliches, you only live once. <laughs> you only live mm. twice. According mm-hmm. to that button from I watched earlier, <laughs> but you only live once. So you know why fucking just chase something because it's you think it's the thing to do if it's not actually if you sit and think about it, what makes you happy. Hmm. And this has been a really off-topic tangent, but this is good. To- it's good interesting, tangent. Though. Interesting. It feels like a discussion episode. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, right. Do you want to continue to this? Wanna... this? You say this is building up to something that you've been waiting for. Get to, to the I think so. Get to the, get get, to the get orgasm. To, get to what we're, we're waiting. What you're excited for? To fit the model of the Higgs boson too. I, I could be wrong. It's just an idea. Nah, fuck knows. He just goes off on tangents. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said you were, were anticipating it getting to something in particular. <laughs> yeah, no, it never came. It never what? came. I don't know where it is. Pretty much, it was all about higher dimensions. Right. I think oh, we've heard, heard most of the meat. You earlier. disappointed that me and Beef didn't jump into the higher dimension stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I was more interested in the consciousness stuff, which we yeah. heard like the bulk of. Consciousness is cool. Higher dimensions is cooler. Okay, give us a like a yeah, give us a tissy rundown of the higher dimension stuff that really. Well, no, it was just cool that it was like vibrations. So we're vibrating on this frequency. Yeah, higher dimensions are. So if you change the vibration of yourself, you can go to a higher dimension. Right. How do we change our vibrations? Fuck nice. Is it going to be one of our superpowers we can get? Yeah, I want to change my frequencies to go between dimensions. Oh, that would be a pretty fucking cool power. You said oh you can't God. think of a good power. That's a good one. Yeah, but I had to think. Imagine if, we, ma- imagine, <laughs> feed if it to me. imagine if when you die, you just start vibrating on a different level, and then you just pff, into another. What about your cadaver that you left behind? Another dimension. Well, it just stays behind, doesn't it? I remember I was... <laughs> I remember. I don't know if I told you this. Because <laughs> I'm thinking when you say vibrate, I'm thinking your whole body vibrates into disappearing. And Did I tell you about the time I took acid? Yeah, we talked yeah. about it on the show. On the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about it on the episode of Lauren. Okay. Did I talk about when I said that I could have just let go and it was... Yeah, you said you were barely clinging on to a, uh, an idea of what was reality this is, was. This is why, I tell you what, you'll never do it. But I tell you what, take two tabs of acid <laughs> and then tell me if you don't believe in life after death. You could fucking try. Oh, we we'll be for one each on the show. Trust me. I already believe in life after death, so I don't need Trust to me, you, you will both. you will understand that this reality that we live in is not all there is, and that there is not just nothing. Honestly, it's just I can't even explain it, but it's just like No, you, I believe there are other dimensions. No, but that you whatever you are, not Bob, that's that's the egoic mind that you've got. Right. Same as Tears and Beef. Like you, your not about those guys. Spirit 
the one that the the person who's listening to Bob think. Yeah, who, I feel like I'm having inter- intervention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like when, he's getting you ready for. Yeah. You know, whenever you think, right? That's like okay. I'm thinking now, right? Who's listening to that? My, myself. My no, but who's guess. talking then? No one. What? No, but who's who's <laughs> talking? So think something. Yeah. Right. What did you think? Who's listening? No one. No, because you heard it. No, I didn't hear it. You thought it, though. If a tree falls in the woods, does anyone hear it? No, when you think it, you're thinking words, right? You're thinking English, surely. Yeah. No, I think it's Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand my thoughts. So who's Literally. listening? When so you, you think, do you think in full sentences? Uh, my, my brain's nuts. The way I think is, is really... Um, your brain's nuts? It's is crazy. So it's like, your brain... It's like, it's like so my body is enclosing a crazy person in its head and I have to stop it to think of things. <laughs> I there you go. That's my I point have. exactly. I can't sleep. That's my point exactly. So there's two. There's two. There's the egoic mind and there's you. Now you are not Bob. Right. You are consciousness, pure consciousness. Right. Bob is the character that you play in this version of reality that you're living in. Right. So and this and this is what <laughs> this is the insight you get. This is what we I don't we just gives us his rundown and his own thoughts, his own And like, then you're, he's using the same like say you're just putting different words to what I understand. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because it's the like, same understanding, um, and that's what it is. Is your well, you can say it anyway. You're like the universe. When you take your consciousness back to source, mm-hmm. we're all we all come from one. We all came from a one. Well, it's like pure the, it's consciousness. the antenna and the receiver thing that we talked about. Yeah, yeah. So that can't die. Infinity exists. Does it? Yeah, it mathematically exists. So if it exists mathematically, it must exist actually, because otherwise infinity would end. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Fi- the phi ratio is infinity. Yeah, so if it exists in maths, that means it must exist in practice, because otherwise it wouldn't go to infinity. It would go to... And then you'd say, right, well, that's the limits of existence. It will go to that. Mm-hmm. But it won't. It will go for infinite. Right. So your energy, our collective energy, will be infinitely going forever. And in... An infinite amount of time, you're telling me that there's never going to be a time where you manifest again as a person in this reality. No, I said Earth. I said this before on the life and death episode. Hmm. Um, my energy, I agree. Yeah. Like so, Bo- Bob will die. Yeah. No, I agree. The yeah. energy that is my air quote soul spirit. Yeah, yeah. The energy that is my being, hmm. which isn't my body, like I said, hmm. the crude matter, hmm. Yoda. Yeah, what yeah. he says. Um, but my energy, because it has no vessel, will dissipate and no, become No, because the, the vessel is run by the energy, doesn't contain the energy. But that's your thought. That's what you think. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I just think... it's, a, it's a, I, I said about energy, energy transference in anything. Like, you think of the old... Uh, what you learn in school when you're doing physics. The classic example they give you is a light bulb. Hmm. So you put energy in with a battery and it does... You know, 80% of its energy comes out in light, 20% comes out in heat. Hmm. It, energy is always starts and ends the same amount of energy. Hmm. Right? Energy doesn't go anywhere. There's a fixed amount of energy in the universe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It just transfers in different ways. Just goes somewhere So else. the energy that is my being... Hmm. Will transfer to something else. Will transfer into the universe as other things. Yeah, yeah. But not, not as a consciousness. But in an infinite amount of time, it could. It could become like dust. yeah. It could it could become dust, grass, yeah. uh, a bottle box, 
uh, a bit of metal, uh, a particle in titanium, back to human. Infinite amount of time. Infinite amount of time. Eventually, you're going to hit, gonna hit the human same again. Consciousness. What are the chances that, that the same fragments of that consciousness that created my thoughts that time could ever come back together in the same way? It'd be like a bit of this consciousness, bit of that, bit of that worm, bit of that dog. Yeah. It creates unique consciousness every time. I'm saying the vessel you live in in your lifetime is a unique consciousness for that go around. No, because you, you could be made up of the dog, the worm now. Probably am. That's why... That's we're all a little bit crazy yeah, because there's a little, little bit. bit of dog in all of us. Can I <laughs> dog backwards is God? Um, I, there's something I want to talk about now, but I sort of want to save it for another topic. Mm. When we talk, okay, I'll bring it up now because it's fucking nuts. Should we take acid on the pod and record it? Yeah, okay. Episode what are you 150. Doing? No, I fucking won't. <laughs> um... <laughs> I will. Yeah, is that you the can. Intro? Is that the intro to the episode? Yeah. Um, Tastes on acid. Well, I was going to save it for if we ever did an episode about regression. Okay. Because regression is something I think is kind of kooky, kind of nuts. And I'm actually in contact with someone who does regression. I'm trying to get to the show, but I don't really want to. Um, but that's when you go into a past life, right? Yeah. Mm. So that's a past consciousness as someone else, another being, yeah. right? Well, so you've been other people. I'd say... I don't know. The way I see the world is like, imagine imagine you get a light bulb and mm. then you cover it with a globe of darkness and then you poke a hole in it and there's a light coming out. Right. And you say, that's Adam. And you poke another one. And that's Bob. Right. And that's Beef. And you keep poking and you keep naming them. Yeah. And they're all separate entities. But the energy behind them is the same energy that is blowing through them. A huge consciousness. Yeah. It's just, we are... We're, we're all the same consciousness. Right, okay. So when we die, we just go back to the collective consciousness. Yeah, we are the same consciousness. Okay, all right, okay. Can I tell you my weird thing about regression then? Okay. I have vivid memories and yeah. have all my life yeah. of running on four legs. Okay. I know what it feels like to run on four legs. There you go. Really? You yeah. used to be a dog. This is more like fast. It's more like, not like a cheetah, but that sort of movement. But if my theory is and right... I, and this is, I've only just realised this recently, by the way. Yeah. This is why I wanted okay. to do a regression episode, because I wanted to talk about it. It's like something you've always felt, and you've never been to put in words, and you were like... I just... Yeah. You know when you don't realise something that you thought your whole life? My whole life, I used to think about when I was a kid, I used to run on four legs. Obviously, that's mental when I say it out loud. So when I actually said it out loud recently, I was like, well, hang on a second, no, I didn't. I used to run on four legs. Not all the time. It was well funny, though. I used to bump into stuff. Sorry, carry on. Yeah, so I thought, oh yeah, when I was a kid, I used to run on four legs all the time. And I was like, no, I didn't. Mm. I haven't got four legs. And I just realised this recently, I'm like, but all my life I've thought about when I used to run on four legs. And mm. I know the feeling of it. And I know how it feels. <laughs> I couldn't demonstrate it. Like, it's like I know exactly how to do it. Mm. Because I've done it. Yeah. But I couldn't demonstrate it because this body can't do it. Yeah. That's weird, isn't it? That is weird. But I don't believe in that. Well, if my theory is correct... So it's like the ghost thing. Like, I've seen ghosts, but I don't believe in ghosts. So where does that leave me? I don't believe in past lives and regression and stuff like that. But yeah. I have a memory of a thing that isn't me. And a vivid, conscious memory of, like, numerous occasions of it of that life. With the whole regression thing, though, like, I think... You know when people always say, oh, you used to be Napoleon or Joan of Arc? <laughs> and it's like in Peep Show when he's like... Where's all the, uh, you know, Egyptian scribes and the Victorian chamber pot guys? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, no one's ever a fucking pauper. Uh, everyone's always, like, a famous person. 
Well, that's because it's like Hollywood regression on like this morning. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like Danny Dyer was the like only time the king I've ever of seen your regression when it's like on this morning. So, but if my theory is correct, then we're all everyone ever. So when yeah. you regress, you just regress to whoever you'd want to be anyway. Okay, I'm with you. You can link into any being that's been alive before. Yeah, because you were. Could you link in someone that's currently alive now? Probably. So I could go into the You're the, the universe, man. You could see. do anything. I could get into the regression bed mm-hmm. if we were like there together. Yeah. And then I could go under and see myself laying on that bed because I'm looking through your consciousness. Yeah. That's weird. That is weird. This episode is really... It's really... not sacred geometry. <laughs> no. See, I think of it like the energy of us is like you're trapped in this body. It's like a bad fucking trip. Right. Because imagine you got trapped in the body of a total, like, you know, real, like, nut job. Serial killer. Just someone who has fucking horrible thoughts all the time. Right, okay. Just constantly, like, upsetting them. Just constantly in a, a state of, like, anxiety and okay, yeah. fucked up. Imagine that. That'd be horrible. But that isn't, that isn't well, them. Yeah. That's, like, their, their, con- their pure energy is, like, pure. It's just the egoic mind that you... I don't know where the egoic mind would be. Maybe in the brain, the body somewhere. Maybe attached to fuck knows. Maybe it's in a. Maybe it's a side effect of being in reality. Right. You have to grow an egoic mind to survive. Fuck knows. Tangent. So does it really matter what we do? No. Nothing matters. Mm, nothing matters, and everything matters. What a cop not out. An answer. What a cop out. It's not an answer. <laughs> no. Because the thing is, he I've, I've trapped him. Nothing Because sometimes matters. he's like, you know, you have to be a good person, you have to like, everything you have to be a good be person, positive. you should be a good person. But at the same time, he's saying nothing matters because we're all just one of the consciousness anyway. So I can go and kill everyone, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. So why even bother? But it would matter. Why? Because you killed people. Yeah, but their consciousness isn't going anywhere, they're just going somewhere else. That's just a vessel, it's nothing, it's dirt, it's mud. The cool... F- <laughs> I don't know what's going on, so you haven't quoted me. <laughs> but uh, something that I love that Alan Watts says, uh, which is like, imagine if you were, imagine if you were this all-power, almighty universe, right? And you could do anything, right? And you could, dr- you could, you could dream up anything you wanted. You could do anything you wanted to do. So one day you dream up doing, you know, whatever, and then you keep dreaming and dreaming and dreaming. Until one day you dreamt up every day leading up until this existence. Imagine if the, what you're experiencing now is just a dream. It's just you, the universe playing. It's just thinking about stuff. It's just thinking about this and just following it on like a thought. You've had a thought that just evolves and evolves and evolves. And you're like, fucking hell, how did I get to that? From, you know, I was thinking about chairs and it well, just ended up thinking about... Like this episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I was meditating last night, actually, and fucking hell, it went on a f- such a tangent. Yeah. Like, I started off trying to think of something, and then it just, it played out like a whole story. Must have been for like, well, the story was like at least 30 minutes in length of content, and it just happened, and it just come out of it like fucking hell. Like, it just... Who yeah, needs TV? It's mental. Yeah, who needs TV? Yeah, <laughs> on that note... You know what's driven me off on this tangent more than anything? Yeah. Is I was thinking, oh, what's our next discussion episode going to be? Because I know we've got one coming up. 
Is it? And I was thinking I wanted to do consciousness. Yeah. So I had all this consciousness stuff in my head. So when that came up, it like triggered this consciousness mm. thought I was having. Mm. And I felt like the second half of this episode has just been a, a mini consciousness discussion episode. Mm. Like now we don't need a consciousness discussion episode in like three weeks time or whatever. Not in three weeks, no. no. Maybe we've got, we've got a discussion episode due in like a month. Maybe after you do the acid trip. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe I would love a discussion episode about what life is about. Then you take acid, and then we have another discussion two weeks later. Now what's that? That would be fucking awesome. Email in if you want Bob to take acid. Hashtag Bob takes acid. Hashtag hashtag Bob takes acid. This won't even make the cut of the episode, will it? (laughs) Why? You told me it was the worst thing of your life. No, because and I didn't want to take it before you said that. No, it's not the worst thing of my life. It's the worst experience, but it's the best thing you can possibly do. Becca, how can it be both? This is why I'm saying that so animals... This is trying to start a hashtag, Bob takes acid, because he wants me to take acid on the show. Would, would you, you take, take acid? acid? Would you take acid on the I've show? I've taken acid. I would take it on the show, On the yeah. show? Um, well, I'd lose my shit, but yeah, sure. I don't want you to. I wouldn't, I like, go crazy. I just... A, a freak show. I just wouldn't be able to... I wouldn't be able to get it out. It's, it's all about... You mean you wouldn't be able to leave our house for, like, days? <laughs> yeah, for at least a day. No, I don't want that. Right. I think we've got other topics up our sleeves. Yeah, that's us when we're really running out of ideas. Yeah. Like, we would never get through the list we've got. And acid would be at the bottom of the list. Well, so, so like, is the sh- if you're on acid, is the whole show just about being on It's just acid? us describing it would, it would just drooling. It would be more, actually. It would be do a discussion, then you take acid, not on the show, just in your own time, in your own comfort, home, set and setting. Probably on your own, actually. It's good. Like, on your own, I think. Sounds awful. Um, and then do a discussion episode after to see how much you've changed your opinion. Because you, because for me, it's different. For me, it would just be like, oh, it just reaffirmed. You're winning me round, actually, to the idea. Yeah. But what I think would be more interesting is hashtag beef takes acid. <laughs> just trying to pass the buck away from me. Definitely. Would you take acid? No. Oh. Becca? I don't need to take acid. I'm already no, happy with true. my existence. Oh. Why did you take acid? Tell me exactly why you felt you needed to take acid. I didn't need to. I wanted to. Why did you do it? Uh, A lot of people... Because you're saying, you're making it, you're insinuating... A lot of visionaries have taken it. Yeah, you're insinuating that... We need to take acid oh, you don't need so to. that we get some kind of like re- revelation about. No, existence. it'd just be good content for the pod. You I, don't need to. It'd be great. I think it would yeah. be. I think it would genuinely. I don't think you'd enjoy I'm it. I think you would enjoy it. I fucking. I My know you would. It's too fragile to nah, even contemplate. You're talking. Mate, I can't even smoke weed anymore. <laughs> you can. I can't. No. The last two times I tried to smoke weed, I freaked the fuck out. If you, and that was fucking weak marijuana. If you took. <laughs> My brain can't handle intoxicants. <laughs> you get fucking. I can't apart. drink even. I can't get drunk. Really? I don't, my, I, my brain cannot handle... I don't l- take acid then. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> just, I've just got this idea of you as super hands stood over us tripping our nuts off. Pretty much. Nah, I don't know. I think you'd be fine, but... My brain's like nutty enough without having to like water it. Do you think that's... Do you but think that's your egoic mind you. trying not to let go? Trying not to... Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So... Consciousness will not be the next discussion show because we basically just did it. Mm. I wish that I'd done the discussion before taking acid and then after. Because now it wouldn't take, make a blind bit of difference because I've already got my own views from it. It wouldn't change anything. I don't think it would be good for a discussion show because whenever you try to tell us about... Not on acid. Are, no, but after acid after. now... Yeah, yeah. 
you can't explain to it us. It would take me a good six months to integrate it and then tell you about it. But yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. It's it too takes long. fucking ages. It's too long. How long ago did I how long did I go to Bristol? It must have been It was a long time ago. November. I'm you still said you had getting a terrible stuff weekend, now. but you went to like... I'm still getting stuff now coming through that's like oh that's what that meant. Oh that's what that meant. It's nuts. It's like the gift that keeps giving. It's fucking horrible to begin with though. But you've got to do it. No, I you don't, don't have to do, do it. it. It's like a hip operation. It's good for you. It's not. not I don't need it. one. I don't need it. Yeah, I don't do. want it. Like, but if, I'm joking. Don't take it. If acid is going to give me some kind of like, epiphany, I'm, cut, I'm going to cut. A lot I don't of need this. an epiphany. I'm going to cut a lot of this acid talk. Yeah. Yeah. What's What's this episode become? Mate, I feel, do we have to apologise to the ba- listeners? I feel no. bad, right? Because you, I think you had this. You had some stuff you wanted to talk about dimensions. I didn't. I. I <laughs> The video parred me off. It's, at the start, it was really the video was really good. I thought you've I think seen you guys this like five times, and you said you guys didn't run with it. The Egyptian stuff was really cool. You thought about we the different go Egyptian on... deities being different dimensional beings. Oh right, and the Vesica Pisces being well, on their heads. You know, That's listeners, amazing. guys, if you do want to hear about that stuff, maybe we weren't in the right frame of mind for it tonight. But that documentary will be on the website. You can, I'll put a link to it, yeah. and it is a really interesting documentary. Yeah, I love it. And now that we've Finished. I feel like we oh, should have done it. Thing? I feel we, we should have tackled it in the last one and just done an extra long one. Because coming back to it, kind of was like there wasn't much sacred geometry in this one. It was more dimensions. Yeah. Well, you thought we was going to run with the dimension stuff. Yeah. And we didn't. We didn't. Know. And then we ran with the conscious stuff, which you weren't prepared for. <laughs> and then it turned into a consciousness discussion. <laughs> I'm always prepared for a consciousness discussion. <laughs> always. <laughs> okay. I love it. Well, it was interesting anyway. This is like when we tried to do weird news and it ended up actually being an episode about the media. Oh, yeah. This is mm. like that all over Wasn't again. Wasn't that me and Kanye? Yeah. That- anyway, you done with sacred geometry? Um, I'm fucking done with sacred geometry, I'll tell you that. Final thoughts. <laughs> I'm confused. Well, I, I'm, I'm really no, confused. I'm joking. I'm still, I'm still looking into it. Because you, I thought you said you, you've seen this documentary five times, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like there was other stuff you wanted to talk about that you were like, <laughs> in a minute... It wasn't no. And then, no, it Did really it was. Not? It was the it was the consciousness, Christ consciousness. It was the which dimensional. was cool. I like I liked that. I thought that it was, was really cool. mostly different dimensions. That really like the vibrational and the vibrational properties of this reality being different to others, mm. which means the dimensions could layer on top of each other, but just different vibrations. That's why we can't see them. Mm. You can't see, you know, like you can't hear a dog whistle. That's a vibration. It's a very high vibration. <laughs> I thought you meant a dog trying yeah. to whistle. <laughs> you can't hear that either. <laughs> or they just don't do it. Um, no, the Christ consciousness stuff was interesting. I liked that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that the was consciousness good. stuff was cool. Yeah. I liked the shapes last week as well. I think it was a good yeah. episode. I don't think. I don't know what it is. It's just us talking shit, which is just it's the same as every other episode. It's not us talking shit. We're talking about stuff that's topical, just not. No, I mean, like, we always talk shit anyway. <laughs> I've, got, yeah, I've got something very different next week. Is it Weird Tales? Is and it unexplainable? Yeah. yeah. It's different. To, we, I think we've, we've had some quite heavy subjects recently. We've, especially like last week, we did the Holocaust Denial episode, yeah, uh, which is a pretty heavy subject. But we had such amazing feedback from everyone. So everyone who got in contact um, this week to say they enjoyed that one. Because I was, you know, I thought well, this might not be for everyone. Like as much as I enjoyed doing it, I was like, well, you know, we'll see. But, you know, people really liked that. So that's mm. really cool. Like I love it when we do something different, and then the listeners still just like go for it. They we they run with whatever we put out there. Now it wasn't too somber though, was it? No, it's nice, uh, and it was really interesting. So um, thanks for everyone who got in contact uh, with that for that one. And uh, next week I'm going to be 
going in a completely different direction again. Awesome. Yeah, I haven't done any research for it yet. I just know what I want to look into this week. So we'll see what I've got for you next week. And then the week after that, we've got a pretty special episode. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, we're not going to um, promote it yet in case it all falls through, but it'll be a treat. <laughs> treat for the eyes and treat for the ears. Yeah, might might, might be putting some video up for that one. Mm. So everyone's been Treat asking for us to do video pods for a while. Maybe there'll be a little bit of video for that one as well. Uh, so are we done? I believe so. Where can people contact us, Tis? www.weirdtalesnextmail.com well, that's yeah, that's the email, that's the website. Where all the information is on there. Yeah, yeah, it is all on there. Yeah. You can contact us on there. You can find our Twitter stuff on there, and you can send us an email uh, about anything, <laughs> recommendations, weird news stories, literally anything, anything. We will answer whatever. Well, yeah, I always reply. Well, we'll yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I get a backlog, and I'm like, shit, I better reply to an email. I see messages, and I'm like, I don't want to reply just in case. Me and Bob are typing at the same time, and well, there's me and two messages. You do that same me and time. Time. That's why I'm just like, well, I know the other two will message back, so I don't want to like get huh. in the way. Get in there, just put tits at the bottom. <laughs> People would hate it if I started messaging back. Why? No, I wouldn't. Because it would be so like short. Like, oh, thanks. Like, you two go to such lengths to have like decorum, but I'm just. I think I've got too much time. In my hands. Not to have decorum, just because I like talking to the listeners. Yeah. I I like talking to the listeners. I'm just terrible at doing it. <laughs> Nah. I'm not suitable for human consumption. All right. Anyway, the email is unexplainableuk at mail.com. Facebook.com forward slash. Oh, on Facebook.com slash. We're unexplainable. Yeah, that's it. Find so, until next time, hashtag Bob takes acid. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Until next time, hashtag until next time. Hashtag see you next week. Alright. Until next time, geometry you later. (laughs) Until next time, hashtag beef takes acid. hi this is Paige from giggly squad and i want to talk to you about splash refresher and my water intake okay so you guys obviously know that i am a hydrated girly but sometimes when you drink that much water it starts to just taste bland and you're just like i need something to spice it up that's why i love splash refresher It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.